the First Lady of New York Radio, Joan Hamburg. Entertaining and informative. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, everyone. Joan Hamburg here. And we have always supported all the wonderful events in New York City, including the Christmas Spectacular, the Rockettes. And I have gone to that show. My mother used to take me when I was a child. I took my children. I take my granddaughter. And as we always do, we talk to one of the Rockettes during the holiday season. And this time, we had a wonderful conversation with the Rockette, who's been part of the troupe for years, and so grateful that they were back up and running. Because don't forget, two years, no income, no work. And then, unfortunately, the musical, Radio City, the Christmas Spectacular, just the other day, had a call off its season because of COVID. So we are going to share our talk with you. And we are going to send love and hope and best wishes to the entire company who has worked so hard. And for all of the families who this is part of their holiday tradition, this too will come again. But in the meanwhile, understand that the season has been canceled. And all these Rockettes who work so hard are waiting until the next go-round. So we wish all of them and you a happy holiday and enjoy our conversations. You're listening to WABC. The First Lady of New York Radio, Joan Hamburg. Entertaining and informative. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Corey Whalen Van Wick has been a Rockette for 11 seasons. She started in 2010. And thank goodness for everyone, we are back with the fabulous Rockettes, the Christmas Spectacular, all the things that we love. And, Corey, no matter how many years you do it, it's new every time, right? Absolutely. Good morning. Thank Good you morning for having me. <laughs> no, we love having you. And you didn't grow up here, right? You were brought up in Rhode Island? Correct. Yes. So not super far away, but, you know, surprisingly, I didn't know um, a ton about the Rockettes until I became a little bit older and realized that, you know, dancing professionally was something I would want to do. And did your family bring you to New York to see the Christmas show or so not until you I were actually older? went to Boston um, that when the Rockettes, they had the traveling shows that would kind of go to different countries, uh, countries, I wish, different cities around the country. So they came to Boston, which was really close to, you know, where I lived. So I went and saw them uh, there at the Wang Theater. And, you know, that was when it kind of all started for me. I was about 16 years old, so old enough to know that it was, you know, a dream that I wanted to try to pursue. And, of course, that dream came true. How long did it take to... So I auditioned once. Yeah, I auditioned once and I made it through uh, through the callbacks and everything all the way till the end. Um, but I did not receive the the life changing call that year. Um, so I went back the the next year and I was very lucky and I got it my second year. Um, but you know, not to be said, I have many friends on the line that auditioned you know six, seven, eight times before 
you know, that special phone call came for them. But it's amazing that the women don't give up if they don't get it the first time, the second time, whatever. They keep on going. And how do you prepare for the audition? I hear it's rigorous. Yes. Yeah, it really is incredible. I think, you know, a lot of us have this goal in our mind and it's just something that, you know, if you really want it, you keep going for it. And as far as preparation for the audition itself, just really getting into dance classes and making sure that you really are a well-rounded dancer because we are a precision dance line and our style of Rockettes is kind of one in, you know, there's no one like us. We really are very specific. So it's really helpful to just kind of train in as much as you can, especially focusing in on jazz, tap, ballet, you know, getting all your core work in there so that that way, when you do get to the audition, you can try to excel in every different section because the audition is a long two-day process where they make cuts throughout. And if you're lucky enough to keep getting called back in, you know, you come back a second day and you just keep learning more choreography. And that's a whole nother element to it as well as seeing how quickly you can pick up choreography and retain that information. Right. And what's amazing to me, having gone to this since I was a child, is the, the costumes, the changes I couldn't believe it when I read that one of the big numbers after the parade of the wooden soldiers, you only have 78 seconds to change. That and that's correct. just not one. That's the line. How do you guys do yes. that? So it's really incredible, actually. The backstage choreography is so planned out. It's it's really awesome. Everything we do backstage is just as choreographed as what you would see as an audience member while we're on stage. So we have amazing dressers. Um, everyone has, it. you know, it depends on the line. But for us, like my little area, I change for that number. There's one dresser per three girls. So we just really time out, you know, who's going to put their, their dress on first? Who's going to buckle up their Leduca heels first? Who's going to put earrings on first so that we can stagger it out? Our dresser is able to zip us one, two, three, and, you know, you just got to keep moving. You know, there's really no time to, you know, hang about. You just put your mind to it. You know what you have to get done in those 78 seconds so that mm. when you walk out on stage, it looks like, you know, Christmas magic. We did right. it so easily. <laughs> I know. It's got to be precise. And I also read <laughs> that even the pants, you know, used to be a difference fabric but now they're made from very stiff stuff almost where they can stand by themselves that must make oh, it a yeah. little easier though yeah you know it's funny it's it's definitely not easy to bend down so if by accident you maybe drop your your soldier gloves off stage before you enter on and you have to bend down you usually need a little assistance but once you're on stage it really does help you keep that you know, really stiff wooden soldier feel because, you know, we really need to walk with our legs completely straight, no bend in the knees, arms straight and glued down by your sides. And there's something about it that just really helps you kind of stay in that form and get into that mindset of a wooden soldier by having your pants so incredibly stiff. And it's just for the audience to see the soldiers, for example, 36 of them in lockstep is unreal, yes. and you guys can't miss a second or you throw it all off. Absolutely. Yeah, that's why, you know, our rehearsal process is really so, so important. We don't have a ton of time. You know, we rehearse for about six hours a day, six days a week, wow. and we do that for about six weeks leading up to the show opening. So, 
you know, we really, we really work hard for those weeks because that's all the time we have to really gel as a line and make sure we're feeling each other as one. And like you said, especially for that wooden soldier one, it's just, it's so apparent when, you know, you want to be in those exactly perfect lines and the exact perfect timing so that we create those beautiful shapes on stage. And you only get one day off a week or did I get that wrong? No, you are right. Um, it's, you know, it's a lot, but we we have a morning cast and a night cast. So it's not like all the shows in the theater every day are done by one group of women, unless it's that other cast day off. So I'm in the night cast. So, you know, I usually have my morning to get things done or my uh-huh. afternoon to rest, and then we'll go in for the evening shows. So, um So, yeah, but it's a lot. But again, it's one of those things where, you know, we're already counting down to like now. I think we only have like two and a half weeks left. The the season really flies by once you once you get into it. I know. And I'm sure you guys are exhausted, but it's exhilarating at the same time. It truly is. And, you know, it's one of those feelings that you remind yourself of every day as the curtain is coming up at the top of the show when we're dressed up as reindeer. A nice thing that I really try to remind myself of every day is that there are probably hundreds of people out in that audience that are seeing this show for the very first time. And, you know, I know you've seen the show many times and it's exciting every time, but you know, that, that feeling of when it's the first time you've ever seen a show, I think is just a feeling like no other. So I just, I think we all try to always remind ourselves, no matter how we're feeling, maybe our legs are a little more tired that day or, you know, whatnot. Remembering how that felt when it was your first time seeing that show, it really makes you want to give your best show, you know, no matter how many you've done that season, that day, that week. And Corey, when, when the women decide you know, like their bodies just can't take anymore after many years. Do most of them stay in dance? What What is the That's profession? A, yeah, so it kind of, I feel like it's a little bit all across the board, which is interesting. We have definitely a lot of women that have continued on. Um, maybe they own a studio or they just teach at dance studios. Um, a lot of women I know are in, uh, involved in dance competitions, so kind of getting a little bit even into, you know, more of the business side of things. Um, but with that being said, we also have women that kind of go off to do completely separate things. Um, a lot of fitness instructors, for right. sure, because it's just kind of been part of their their lives outside of Rockettes for so many years. Um, I personally have my aesthetics license, so I work at a spa during the off season nice. and I do facials and all those. And yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of moms on, in the cast that, you know, go back to Mommy. their kids yeah. and focus on that for the off season. So it's kind of nice with Rockettes. You know, we are, we do have a lot of work on the off season as mm-hmm. well that can keep you busy year round, but there also is that downtime from the Christmas season if you want to pursue, you know, other, other dreams. No, it sounds great. And by the way, tickets, just go, you can either go to the box office or go to rockettes.com slash Christmas. This is something, if you've never seen it, it's the thing to do. It's spectacular. I was telling Corey, who's been a Rockette now, it's her 11th season uh, for many years, that from the time I was a child, I still remember the thrill of going with my mom, getting all dressed up and letting the wonder come before you. 
So congratulations to many more seasons and happy Thank holidays. Thank you so to much. You. All happy the best. Happy holidays to you. to you, Joan. Thank you so much for having me. We loved having you, and we'll talk to you again, I hope. Merry okay, Christmas. I hope so too. Merry I'm, Christmas. I'm Joan Hamburg, and you're listening to WABC celebrating one of the great New York events, the Rockettes, the annual Christmas show. What would New York be without them? Stay tuned.